I, I think light fixtures are probably <laughs> a place where we can cut some corners. 100%. I also think rugs are a place that you can cut corners. When was the last time you got down on your hands and knees on someone's rug and you were like, wait a second, is this actually handmade? <laughs> when I was hanging out with the Taliban, I was being forced to pray, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to pray, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Welcome to Oops the Podcast. That's Julio Gallarotti sitting to my left. What's up? What's up? What's up? Today I'm wearing a hat to represent our brethren <laughs> of the high seas, Poseidon's soldiers, the United States Coast Guard. Poseidon's soldiers. Did you just pull that out of the Sure air? did. That's pretty good. You know me. That's pretty good. And they sent us these hats. Yeah, I'm we wearing more, one. So we have... Some listeners who are in the Coast Guard who kindly sent us some merch. Yes. Francis looks very good in this hat. Could I? I wonder if the Coast Guard does ride-alongs. Because nothing would make me happier than to do a United States Coast Guard ride-along to board one of those big tankers on the suspicion that some of those shipping containers contain either humans or drugs. Dude, I just picture that, like... They're like, we're going to need to see some credentials. All the Coast Guard people start showing theirs, but you don't have it. They're like, who's he? They're like, that's just our boy. <laughs> What's up, guys? He's making something. <laughs> he's, he's we don't know what. Coasty. Dude, nothing would be cooler to me than going aboard one of those things and wa- opening up one of those shipping containers and then watching like 400 Kiwis tumble out to reveal... <laughs> Like 60 bricks of cocaine, yeah. <laughs> and the lead guy wearing some gray trench coat goes in with a buoy knife. Why is he carrying that? Yeah, and he makes you and taste he cu- it. And he cuts into it, and he looks at it, and he's like, just as I thought. <laughs> it's not Kiwis after all. He does a tiny little bump off the end of the blade. Oh, that's good shit. Yeah. You guys are going away for a long time. Yeah. Really puts the key in Kiwis. <laughs> <laughs> What's the key in Kilo? Yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, I was reading a thing. This is random. I happened to wa- uh, pull up the cocaine map of the world. Mm. Apparently, apparently, cocaine is really spreading like into markets that it was never popular in before. Huh. And where? Like Europe, it's been like really more active. And then like basically all over the world, like Africa, like people are doing more cocaine, apparently. Wow. Uh, cocaine usage globally was the most it's ever been. Really? could be a function of the population being bigger i don't really know if that statistic is skewed in some way but mm. yeah but i was reading the average prices for kilos of cocaine apparently in america sixty nine thousand dollars wow and apparently in like morocco it's like a hundred fifty thousand dollars jeez so if you're looking to pick up a brick dude pick up a brick what a brick better to do, better to do it in uh, detroit than marrakesh all right? wow okay you, know what I'm saying? you heard it here first <laughs> pretty cool <laughs> Pretty cool. Cocaine is, is, to me, it's like skateboarding where I think it's cool. I think that the culture of it is cool. I, you know, I love watching a documentary about someone who hikes into the hills of Colombia and sort of has the farmer's faces blurred as they stir gasoline (laughs) into a gigantic drum with coca leaves and talk about how they only make, (laughs) they only make two dollars a day. And it's like, oh, what good would it? It's like, yeah. I only make $2 a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there is no other way to feed my family. Yeah. I am just, <laughs> we are modest people. We are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's um, pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Another thing, it was saying something like only 2% of people tried cocaine this year or like some some really <laughs> low number of the American population. And I was like, Damn, dude, that number's much higher in the people that I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we live in New York City, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, I think, I'd be, I would bet that you could probably ch- chart a correlation between cities that have later curfews at bars and cocaine usage. 
Oh, oh wow. wow, that's a, that's pretty good. And the fact that New York's technically what four a.m. I think is it four a.m. again, Ryan. By the way, if you're this, the stats that I'm pulling are from an Economist Instagram post from yesterday. Cool. Or the, in case you're a good to source. Um, wait, but dude, that's a good point. I bet you because New York's. I th- well, at least when I was younger, it was four a.m. And, and and many times, you know. That didn't that, makes, that didn't mean that everything closed at four a.m. I mean, there you could go to another bar after yeah. the nightclub closed at four, and you couldn't hear anything, but they were still serving alcohol. And often we would leave a club, not often, but sometimes we'd leave a club at four and then go out for breakfast. It's crazy, dude. It still says four, so it's four. four. Chicago's three, which I always thought was actually the best. I agree with that. Time I think that's the best time because um, it's early enough to have an after party if you're really feeling frisky. Yeah, but also you know, 4 a.m. ruins it's too you. Too late. Yeah, if you do anything after the 4 a.m., bro, your your life's over. It's it ruins you. <laughs> and uh, 2 a.m. as Boston is, and Boston's 2 a.m., but they really often call last call like and early. turn the lights on at 1:30. Yeah, um, which. Very New when England I was, behavior. I'm, and this is, I'm talking mid or mid to early 20s. That's early. That's early. Maine is 1 a.m., which, I mean, Dude. what's the point of even going out? Anytime I cite sort of like people being uptight in New England, my dad loves to go, they were settled by Puritans, Julio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cotton Mather. <laughs> yeah. John Winthrop. Johnny Winthrop. Were we talking about this on the pod? I don't know. Yeah, John I Winthrop. Know. I mentioned these guys recently out of nowhere. Someone it was a Winthrop. weird refresher. Anyway, um, your boy. So, dude, you ever see those like balloons, like <laughs> the like after hours balloons? I don't know what people are sucking down out of oh, those balloons. The, the whippets? Is that what that is? Yeah, but it's just a balloon. It's not the like. Yeah, like it's outside not the rig. Brooklyn Mirage and wherever. Yeah, people just <laughs> whippets are seem to be back. I never did that. This can't be good for you. They just destroy no. your brain. They just scramble you, right? Yeah, yeah that's bad. That's not you good. know who was addicted to them was Steve-O. Oh, yeah. That was the thing he said, I, I think, where more than drugs, he was just like doing constant whippets. And it was that that made him think he needed to go to rehab or wow. something. I could have my facts wrong. Don't take whippets lightly, folks. No. You heard it from the great himself, Steve-O. Yeah. Um, dude, so I for, I realized I never updated you guys about the surprise for Hilldog. I'd like to do that. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, if please. If interested in yeah, hearing please, about please, it. Please, 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 please. Um, okay, so I was trying to throw her off the scent. As you guys know, I told her to wear combat chic. Um, yeah, which, Julia had a, wait, I think you should tell, remind people, if they're new coming in, what the date was that you had planned. Okay, so it was like, right before Christmas time, I was going to take her to a Broadway show. I had planned it a month or so in advance. She had started saying how she thought maybe we should go to a Broadway show during our like staycation. And I sort of urged her that we shouldn't, which made her think that I was planning to take her to one. So I needed to throw her off. So she's like, are we leaving the city? I started like saying all this shit. I was like, you need to wear durable boots. Durable boots. (laughs) And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, what is, and she doesn't really like surprises to begin with. Uh, And she's like, uh, what, like, what's this look I should be going for? My combat chic. <laughs> um, and so the night finally comes. We're doing the surprise. I asked her if she'd be willing to wear a blindfold in the Uber. Uh, she said no. And then at some point she goes, well, if you go pick up my like prescription or whatever, I'll wear the blindfold. Like, I'll get it done. Huh? I made a blindfold, actually, that's pretty good for, I mean, I don't really know how makeup works, to be honest, so this might be overkill. But <laughs> I didn't want to like put a fucking blindfold on her because I thought maybe that would fuck her shit up. So I put post-it notes on sunglasses. <laughs> Forced her to put them on. Put her in the Uber. <laughs> then, then, uh, silliest dude, thing. it's insane. So she's in the car and I, I'm testing her to see if it's working by, by like, <laughs> by like pretending to like hit her in the face. Like, you know what I mean? Like to see if she flinched. To make sure it was working, it was crazy. You're doing that ball fake to Kobe's yeah, face. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, then uh, the Uber driver had his fucking, his like uh, oh. sounds on. Oh. But any time, but thank God it was in oh, Chinese. Yeah. Okay. And any time it started going, da-da-da-da-da, like 34th Street. 
I started going. (laughs) 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 And she goes, she like realized what I was doing eventually. uh, And was like, I cannot believe the, the, and she's also pretty good with direction. She was like pretty accurate as to where we were as we were going. Um, But anyway, we finally arrived to the place. I guide her out of the car and I'm about to turn her around to do the reveal. And I accidentally like catch her on like a bike lane. Oh boy. Like, but one of the soft ones, like one of the like rubber Mm -hmm. and she gets caught on. She goes, she's like, are you serious? And then I took, we took the blindfold off and I turned around and was like, ta-da. But there's all these people who had seen her stumble. So the reveal wasn't as great as it should have been because she was embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we still went, we had a good time. (laughs) Hot take, dude. Was she surprised? Uh, yeah, she was. Huh. She was like, "Oh, this is fun." Like I'd heard her talk about the show before. Um, you went to see Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Oh, I left one thing out in the car. I pretended to take a call. I was like, "We're approaching the pickup point." <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't say it full Jack Ryan. But I did say, "Yeah, yeah, we're approaching the pickup point. Uh, we should be there in like 15. <laughs> Just like trying to throw, fully throw her off. She fully bought it. The fake call. Uh, went to Moulin Rouge, dude. Gotta be honest, this might be controversial. We really did not like Moulin Rouge. Yeah, and we love Broadway. And bro, because the the whole show is just a mashup of every popular song from the past thirty years, yeah. sung by Broadway people. Mm-hmm. So the guy's like, "If you want to go and take a ride with me, dude, it's like it's it's outrageous, dude. It's outrageous. The songs and they're like, and they'll do it like they'll do it in conversation. Like a random song will pop up." Like, I even pulled up the track list because I was like, this is so absurd. <laughs> the song's like, ain't nobody dope as me. I'm just so fresh and clean. Dude, it's, we, were, we were looking at each other like, what have we gotten ourselves into here, dude? Like, just completely absurd. Uh, and we left it intermission, dude. We couldn't take anymore. Wow. We couldn't take that anymore. is incredible. Which was really fun. Uh-huh. Like, a show going really well or going really unwell are both really memorable and fun experiences. Totally. Like we were like, she kept having to like hit me cause I, we were both laughing, but like not to make like the performers were phenomenal. The, the, the Dude, singer, you can rag on this. I know but they, the, the performers are, <laughs> are so talented. Obviously I hold mu- musical theater performers at the highest caliber, but like, I don't know who thought that it would be a good idea to sing every song from the past 30 years. It's tourists are coming in. You know is that's that what it is? That, yeah that's, that's not like a the, the low hanging fruit that's show. not um that's not the original cast doing Hamilton it's not right. you know what I mean right. that's like the SpongeBob musical sort okay. of level of okay. like we are bussing in huge throngs of it's it's a little bit equivalent it's New York's probably New York's equivalent to the studio audience that goes to see like an ABC family sitcom. Okay. Okay. Which I say that because I did that once. Oh, oh I remember in that. LA. I and it was that. one of the worst experiences. But didn't, didn't you know someone in it or something? No, we, we, I was part of this career exploration thing. Ah, yes. And, uh, we just didn't have a choice. That's what we did. And you're like, I've changed my mind about what I want to well, do. Well, yeah, <laughs> I've watched that and I was like, what the fuck? How? How is how are so many people watching this, dude? Anyway, anyway, do you know what I mean, though, dude? Yes, yes. like uh, it's not a you go if you were to go see a gritty drama. I, me- I remember when I went and saw um, boy, oh boy, this is going to be tough. There was a drama about uh, sexual uh, assault in the church, and then they turned it into a movie. Oh yeah. It's with Philip, Philip Seymour, Seymour Hoffman, Hoffman and Meryl Streep. Yes. Oh, uh, what's it called? Oh, dear. What's it called? <laughs> I think it has Angela Davis in it, too. Doubt? Doubt. Doubt. That's exactly right. Doubt. Gotcha. So I saw Doubt. That was a play first, yeah. and I saw it on Broadway. It did not have Philip Seymour Hoffman, but it, but it was great. And that is a dark, gritty, no laughs, oh, yeah. two and a half hour drama. And if you were to go to that, the audience that you would see there are New York City theater goers who live here and are dressing for the occasion, know what they've gotten themselves into. They're very pedantic and 
exacting. Some of them were probably writing their own fucking reviews. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? They're just like fully, yes, yes. Like the theater establishment. Nobody who's expecting to show up and see, I came in like a wrecking ball. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right, like the death of a salesman group. Yeah, yeah, right. So, um, I guess my point is that... um, I don't think it's I don't think it's that much of a problem for you to laugh yeah. at that show. It may have been intended for children. It's possible. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't want to be a dick. I feel bad. Why? Like, Why though? But because because like if somebody came to my show and just like did this to it, I feel terrible. So like it's very hypocritical of me to not like to not like give a full thorough review of the performers. Like they were uh, incredibly talented dancers, singers, but they've been forced to sing this you know, whatever mess. No, we go to... <laughs> it's a mess, dude. <laughs> it really was just a fucking mess, dude. Uh, <laughs> and listen, and it's won a bunch of Tonys for, like, set design, and it's, like, beautiful. But, like, dude, come on. Like, uh, come on. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of non cornball musicals oh great one come from away i brought it up i've heard that's good yeah that very was very good that was good i mean dude uh book of mormon was great phenomenal um lion king yeah even the lion like the lion king is like for everybody and that's incredible mm-hmm. you know like i don't know i don't have a problem with you giving <laughs> what what you know you you're willing to give negative reviews of movies right without qualifying them by saying with that said these actors clearly committed hard to their parts and memorized their lines and the director you know is up and coming me yeah you're that's a good point yeah i guess I'm, I'm more willing to be more critical of other things the other thing too though with the movie it's like out of the actor's hands like they didn't experience the final product they filmed it and then they saw it so they might agree hmm. you know and maybe who knows maybe these musical theater people agree too or maybe they don't i don't know but it is a fair point I'm sure that there are plenty of actors in that show who don't think that this is some crowning achievement of their career, that they are are doing this because it's a very good payday. I was thinking that too. And yet they hope to move on to a more dynamic, subversive musical, if that's what they're into. Right, like maybe this is the Keenan and Kel of their career, like their first big thing and like, They'll get them a bunch of attention, and they'll get put into like something they want to do. It's funny, more. I mean, Keenan, Keenan and Kel was so iconic. It was me. great. I was, loved Keenan and Kel. It was amazing. I loved it too, but it was like for children. You know, I watched it as a child. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Interesting. Um, dude, I'm rocking my bird dog's pants right now. What a solid thing! And I'll tell you great. this: somebody came over today to try to to that we're giving away. We we're giving away a bunch of shit. We'll talk about it in another episode, probably. But uh, the guy came over to select the things. I was told that I needed to bring all my clothes into the bathroom because I couldn't come out in a towel with this man in the house. I realized I had forgotten my underwear. I had forgotten my underwear. But guess what? Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Bird dog's pants. Didn't matter. Built-in underwear liner. Now, I probably did that on purpose and didn't realize once I'd gotten in there that I intentionally didn't bring underwear. But I panicked. And then I looked and I saw those silky, sweet under, uh, underwear liners that make underwear completely obsolete. And thought these are my dogs. Yep. for life. The bird dogs. I have a similar thought. You know, Ruby wakes up so early in the morning, and I have to take her out at at really evil hours, four a.m., five a.m. Just <laughs> awful, awful times. Evil hours. Is evil that a Drake hours. album title? <laughs> yeah, uh, the witching time of night. Yeah, and uh, I'm stumbling around in the darkness. I got to take her up to the roof to to do her business, and I don't want to. I can't put on boxers and pants. So luckily, I leave myself a pair of bird dogs out. I slip them on, and I am good to go as she oh, goes. So. Yeah. Uh, they are such a a wonderful ease of life, comfortable, good looking pant. The shorts are amazing. The joggers are awesome. Go to birddogs.com. Use promo code OOPS. And that'll get you an authentic bird dogs tumbler in which to drink any beverage Anything you so you choose. Birddogs.com. Promo code OOPS. Well, you're a better man than I I am. I would have had no problem. Absolutely 
torpedoing <laughs> that performance. If I leave a Broadway show at halftime, I'm going off on that. Yeah, and, and dude, listen, to be clear, I have ultimately done that, you know, but I wanted to just be as comprehensive as possible in my review uh-huh. because, you know, to, it, it could be taken as if the performance of it was bad, which is not true. The performance yeah. of this show was good. The show itself is terrible. <laughs> I stand by that. Well, it's interesting, too, that you say that it's all those songs because I've seen the movie a number of times. I loved it growing up. Mm. Um, Ewan McGregor, Nicole Kidman, and I learned a lot of the songs. I remember I used to sing, you know, Elephant Love Medley. medley. My gift is my song. I don't and even this know one's it. for you. Uh, it's it's all that it's the same sort of medleys of songs. Got it. But everything you just sang means that the musical is adapting Newer new songs. music. They have a different book than yeah. the film. Uh, which okay, fair enough. Must be true, right? Films nineteen ninety eight, something like that. Two thousand? No, I'm not sure. I think I think nineteen ninety eight. It's nineteen ninety nine. It's strange too. You you describe. <laughs> <laughs> These musical theater people who, you know, grew up, maybe went to Juilliard and were out there and they, you know, they all sing kind of the same way. Yeah. Um, singing those rap songs. It's crazy. Reminds me of weddings that I've been to where the band will tackle uh. a song that has a rap verse in it. And for whatever reason, the white guy steps forward to do it. And you're like, no, dude, come on. No, it's not you. Really? You're the one who does that part the best? Which song is it usually? It's usually like, young There's, hove, y'all know what a flow is totally, going. Totally, totally. That's, that's the song yep. where the guy steps out from the back of the it, band. Absolutely right. And starts spitting. That one, There's like, I think there's a ludicrous verse that gets sung a lot. But I'm not sure what wedding song it is. Did Baby by Bieber? How's that going? No. Baby. I was 13. Baby. I had my first Dude, to love. To me, Baby might be <laughs> Bieber's <laughs> greatest song ever. Is that a hot take? Sorry's really good too. No, not a hot take. Baby, not a baby is a a jam. <laughs> I mean, that was Bieber's coming out party. Yeah. 2010. Wow. Wow. Little boy. Wow, he's had, a, he's had a wild ride. That yeah. Guy. Also, the movie came out in two thousand and one. I have weird. I have dreams about Justin Bieber a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I have dreams that we are friends. Nice dude. He's often my celebrity friend in dreams. Nice dude. Yeah. That's solid. That's solid. Um, boy, I feel like I have so much to talk to you about, but that I'm so great. I was good. I liked that review. <laughs> Did you guys go out to dinner? Yes. Sugarfish. Oh. Before the show. Yep. Which, like, I get is a place that we normally go. So I was like, is this not special? But I'm like, no, it is. Because, like, this is a fun night of doing, like, a full surprise plus something that we, like, like doing that's solid. Yeah. You know. Um, I have a big development. Okay. And I've been given permission to talk about this. <laughs> oh, so it's juicy. <laughs> juicy. So my beloved wife has been ailing in many different ways. There have been a lot of different things that she's been suffering from uh, in terms of her health. Nothing um, scary necessarily, but uh, just a lot of very different symptoms. And finally, she's been having a lot of knee pain. And out of nowhere, she went to see a rheumatologist who said, you know, I think this might be this, but I'm going to rule out... arthritis. Yeah, joints and stuff, I think. And, and, and uh, yeah. And he said, but uh, first I need to rule out that it, it isn't some kind of th- something else. And they took blood and determined that she has Lyme disease. Jesus. Whoa. Lyme disease. Not Lyme's disease. Oh, yeah. Is it? What is it? It's Lyme disease. It's Lyme disease. disease. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty confident. I now. thought it was Lyme's disease. So for, you told me this over the weekend. And I, you said Lyme's disease. Did I? And I was like, I, oh, yeah, like that's how you say it. Maybe I hadn't learned and, the, which one it was at that point. But I've I, heard people say li- she has Lyme's. I've heard that. Yeah, I know. And, 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 and I wonder, it's L-Y-M-E, obviously. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's probably the name of the person who either discovered the f- disease or whatever, which if it's, 
it would almost make sense at that point if it were L-Y-M-E, apostrophe S, disease. In right. the way we have Alzheimer's disease or totally. Parkinson's. Uh, I don't, yeah, I'm guessing that was Parkinson. It's named after a small oh, town in Connecticut called Lyme. Oh, no way. That's like near where, where I'm from. And yeah, that makes sense, dude. I, growing up, I was always terrified of ticks. Were yeah, you too? Yeah, 100%. You know, my parents would like search through my hair. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, like they were a barber, like doing yep. layers. Yeah. Like for take 10 minutes. Dude, at my school, they did it one time and they found one behind this girl's ear. Oh, like a deer tick? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. I didn't ask at that time. I was in fourth grade. <laughs> The scary thing is that the little ones are the ones hey, that Mrs. have the Hey, Mrs. Sanborn, is that a deer tick you found <laughs> off Susanna Rosenfield's ear? Is that who it was? Do you see a bullseye emanating from that bite? Because if so, she's probably got limes. It was also crazy that you couldn't just kill the tick. You had to burn, burn it off Burn it? You. What the yeah. fuck? Because well, it's pincers stayed in you or something? Is that what it is? I don't know why Pincers? that's the case. There's a whole lot I don't know, and there's a whole lot people don't know about Lyme that's the, disease. That's the thing that's scary about it. Yeah, and and it has all kinds of crazy different symptoms, and you know, it, it stays, comes in waves, right? Stays in your system for a long time, and people can really suffer from it for a long time. Ben Stiller had it. Yeah, I've known some friends, parents, and friends who've had it as well. Yeah, so um, that's the new development. Now she's been kind of trying to put on a brave face about it and i really admire her and commend her for that um but you know she gets down about it sometimes and so i was thinking that it might be fun to throw her a literal pity party (laughs) wouldn't that be fun kind of yeah throw her a party where we all feel bad for her. Would, like, but like, would she actually think that was funny? I think she would. <laughs> I think a pity party would be fun. I agree. We like to throw parties. You've never been to a pity party, have I you? I have not. You gotta, I don't know what you do. What you, what, you know, maybe we have a moment where we all say something that makes us feel bad for her. Or maybe you bring a gift that kind of is just makes things worse. <laughs> I don't know what it would be. You just go, hey, how you doing? You doing all right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my uncle, uh, my uncle had play, it. Play <laughs> Evanescence the whole time uh, or some kind of gr- Celine D. I don't know what it would be, but it would just be a, a pity party, a, a celebration of your own, of, of, of sadness, a sympathy <laughs> gathering for, really funny, for her. Right? I, think, I think that'd be fun, a pity party. If she's on board, I'm down, bro. I'll Could be, be fun. I'll be at the pity party, dude. I think that'd be fun. We'll have to plan that a little more. If anyone has any ideas for a fun pity for party pity thing, party? please toss them our way. Now, can I put out another call to action for our beloved audience? Because let me tell you something. Through the course of our podcast, Julio, you have been the recipient of some incredible things from our fans. Uh, have I? That hotel you stayed at oh, in Panama. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That was good. You know, various. Yeah, that's a good one. I think a spa. Didn't you go to once? Yeah, there? I got a spa gift certificate. Then I also was driven from Fort Myers to yeah. Miami. I mean, the list just goes on and on, right? Now, I, I, I not, I can't for some reason I can't think off the top of my head, but I, I know I've received other things as well. But here's what I need help with, guys. We are trying to furnish a condo that we purchased, <laughs> and furniture is fucking expensive. You, dude, you got to go. Or is that all you're going to say about that? I don't know that that's been talked about in the podcast. I know, and I don't want to get too far into <laughs> okay. it. It's in upstate New York in the Hudson Valley. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I'm not going to say where it is, okay, okay. but we <clears throat> we purchased this. And it's going to be sort of our like getaway, you know, place uh, as we continue to live in New York City. But it was a big thing, and we need to furnish it. And it's it's not huge; it's only a two bedroom place. But um, boy, oh boy, couches, light fixtures. What the fuck? You gotta put light fixtures in? What are what are those, yeah, dude? What's a light fixture? Piece of sugar. I thought me. lights just came in a place. Agreed. I didn't know doorknobs. These, this, all this bullshit, man. Dude, what is a light fixture? All right, is it the hole? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it refers to probably all the stuff, everything involving the light, including yeah. the hole. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, all yeah. Of it. yeah. All yeah. Of it. 
Yeah, it's in the same way, and this is a, a Matthew Broussard joke. It's in the same way that we refer to the entirety of a woman's anatomy as her vagina. Oh, gotcha. When, in fact, that is truly only just the, the opening. The opening, or whatever. got it. Um, the fixture. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, light fixtures and couches and chairs, dining chairs, a dining table, pendant lights. What for is the, that? Those are the lights that hang down. Smaller ones. Oh, like, okay. But we'll have three of those over the kitchen island, you know? We got a couple of those. Um, if you have, if you work for a company that sells nice furniture, Jesus, I got to tell you, I, I need help, right? If you love me, please, God, say that you're buying a couch for yourself and ship it to me. I need that employee <laughs> discount. I will shout out the brand. I will do posts on Instagram. Whatever you want, help me. Because this is really starting to add up, man. And and we haven't bought anything, really. But Jesus, do you know something? <laughs> Jesus. I am, dude. What is, this, dude what is this pivot? God help pivot. us if we ever have to furnish a fucking house. Oh, God. Because, dude, let me tell you. This whole light situation, all right? It's the lights. You would not believe how many lights have been made for your house. No, just know. just over over the last <laughs> over the let's millennia? say 150 years since, since electricity. electricity. Okay, you go go on go on to Etsy or you know any eBay fucking. There's a website called First Dibs, which is a collection of you know vintage but also new stuff and. They sell antiques, but also whatever, all kind of handmade shit from individual sellers and also retailers and things like that. Where if you t- if you just go into like if you search light fixtures, hundred eighty thousand results. Oh my god, hundred eighty thousand. So how do they cost so much? Well, you there, there's a huge range. You know, you can buy them for nothing. Right, but then you can buy like them shit. for nothing, but you're getting crap. So maybe you can get one that looks nice, but is crap. That well, that's, that's kind of where I'd like no one to go. No, I never suspect you. So you got the rolly on your wrist, bro. Get some cheap fucking light I, fixtures. I think light fixtures are probably <laughs> a place where we can cut some corners. 100%. I also think rugs are a place that you can cut corners. When was the last time you got down on your hands and knees on someone's rug and you were like, wait a second, is this actually handmade? <laughs> when I was hanging out with the Taliban, I was being forced to pray, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to pray, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> dude, the, the, I'm telling you, the variability in this shit, because you can get a rug for, you know, 50 bucks. Yeah. Or you can pay 200 grand for, for like, a handmade Persian rug that was the prayer rug of the Shah of the right. Ottoman Empire, and it's right. been preserved immaculate. You know, it's just insane. Um, light fixtures, like, fucking, man, chairs. The Frank Lloyd Wright, probably the most famous architect of the 20th century. Form follows function. You ever heard of him? Yeah, of course. Yeah. The the Guggenheim. The Guggenheim. And, you know, Falling Water was his famous house. The Glass House. Yeah. Um, He he did a ton of furniture. I believe it. And you could buy his chairs and shit. He has stuff in, like, the Met and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, So, I don't really know. Look, let's just say this. We're going... (laughs) Per my wife's uh, vision, we are going uh, art deco slash farmhouse chic. Oh, God. <laughs> Does that mean you're going to have a giant rooster sculpture? Well, yeah, man. Well, you know, like a, what a fucking skyline of South Beach next to a, 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 a gas lantern and a fucking pitchfork. Empire State Building. Instead of a couch, photo. six bales of hay, you know? <laughs> With a, a dancing salsa dancer figurine. Storm um, King chic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm open to anything, but listen, uh, all these furniture places, if you work at one of them and you like us, and I would really appreciate some help. Um, that's, that's, my, that's my plea. Yeah, that's pretty good. Guys, every time I wake up and have a cup of Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee, and by that I mean a glass with two shots of our Oops Beans espresso, I'll tell you what, it makes me think everything might be right in the world. <laughs> I agree with that. Dude, the other day I woke up and looked to the left, and Hill Dog 
was drinking Brooklyn Roasting Company out of her signature clear mug in the bed. Wow. What a great way to wake up and smell the coffee. Wow, that's nice. That's a nice sight. Uh, It is a calming, wonderful, uplifting beverage. Uh, Our our beloved Oops Coffee, Oops Blend from Brooklyn Roasting Company. They've been with us forever. We love the brand. We love their coffee. We're so grateful and lucky to work with them, and we're so happy to have our own coffee. We ask you guys to try it because it's delicious. We stand by it. This is a signature product with our faces on it. Go to brooklynroastingcompany.com, use promo code OOPSBEANS, and buy yourself some of our coffee and all the other incredible ones they have. It's all so good. So good. Brooklynroasting.com, promo code OOPSBEANS. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. It, you know What you realize, right? So I'm, I'm thinking about, you see 170,000 light fixtures. I'll get off this topic, but... It's okay. I like this topic. Um, you see 170,000 light fixture results, right? And you think to yourself, why? Why are there so many? Why aren't there more monopolies in light in furniture or light fixtures? You, by the way, you get the same number of bed frame results, same number of dining chair results. It's like, you know, if I were to search something more, I, I, I almost want to say like sneakers. How many sneaker companies are there? How many companies in the world are there that make sneakers? Probably not that many. But, not, not as, but they may have made, over the years, quite a few. That's true. That's true. Ryan, what's up? What There's you 924 shoe and footwear manufacturing businesses in the U.S. as of 2023. Wow. Very that's just the U.S. All right. Very up to date. That seems far fewer to me than the amount of light people fixtures. that are making light fixtures, <laughs> which to me is absurd. I, I would think you would need more sneakers in life than light fixtures. But who am I to judge? So the point I'm trying to make, what I realized, right, is that fashion changes with time. You know, uh, clothes that were made in the 1960s, people, with a few exceptions, I'm not going out and buying a new pair of jeans from the 1960s. At right, that, at right, this point, right. they're they're falling to shreds. Yeah, and dude, vintage T-shirts like they've been washed so many times. Yeah, like you sweat immediately in them. It's like not my thing. For the most part, a lot clothes get thrown out or, you know, given up. What or fashion has changed so dramatically that something that was hot and coveted five years ago, seven years, seven years ago, ten years ago, you just wouldn't be caught dead in. Yeah, today, um, so. However, people maintain tastes, it seems, for light fixtures from every fucking decade. So there are a huge group of people that love the light fixtures made in the 1940s, in the 1950s, in the 1960s. They never seem to go out of style, which is why you end up with this gigantic trash heap search result of light fixtures and dining chairs. Is that does that make sense? That's my theory. Uh, I think it's fine. Yeah, it's probably a pretty solid theory. Dude. There's no way to sift through all of this, dude. You need AI to design your. House I think for you. we need a fucking interior designer. Oh, but I God. mentioned that to my wife last night, and she didn't love that. Oh, Be- she got offended. Yeah, because she does have taste, and her mom has a ton of interior design experience. Um, I think went to school for it, and she's learned from her. And so I, uh, I put my foot in my mouth a little bit because. It occurred to me after I said this that it, obviously it's something she's really excited to take point on herself. And I do trust her, so I backed off the point. And I felt bad that I'd even said it. I find it interesting that like women know who the really good interior designers are among women. And it, fe- it feels like it's such distant knowledge to me that yes. it's always interesting to see it. Like One of my ex-girlfriend's mothers, apparently, is like one of the great interior designers. Like, not actually, maybe, like, by profession, but, like, other people I know who know her are, like, she has the greatest eye of our generation. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah. She's like, if only she would be willing to work, I'd have her design my home. I was like, like, what? (laughs) Like, I guess their house is cool. That was exactly the thought (laughs) I I just had. (laughs) Like, is she listening to the pod? You know? (laughs) Hello? Um, But, dude, yeah, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And I'm glad that Hill Dog 
is passionate about it and does it because I where where do women find the time to learn this? I have no idea. But where bro, did they pick it up? Because you and I agree we are we have no knowledge. No knowledge. I'm talking zero. I did not know that we had to buy lights, dude. No, had absolutely no idea. I they seem to all know about it. I figured I'd have to buy bulbs. Dude, I've been watching, what's that show that with the McGee's? You ever watch that show? It's like Dream Home Makeover or something. Extreme Home Makeover? Maybe. Can just look up the studio, Studio McGee. Dude. Dream Home Makeover. Dream Home Makeover. I've watched a little bit of that with her, and I'm like, okay, maybe this is how she gets it, whatever. Um, but dude, recently, and not to change topics, because this is, this is like a parallel thought, but I've gotten really into the show Barefoot Contessa, dude. What is that? So this lady, Ina Garten. Dude, you'd love it. I know I've heard of her. Ina what, Garten. What, who, what is this? So dude, it's this lady who just lives in the Hamptons and like cooks and like her kitchen is like so soothing. This is her. And dude, it's hilarious. She's always talking huh. about what she's making for her husband. And it's really, dude, it's hilarious. She's like, we're going to make some cocktails here. So, so when Jeffrey gets home, he's gonna, she's like, this is a Long Island iced tea. She's like, oh, she's like. This is going to really put Jeffrey down. Like, what are you going to do to Jeffrey, dude? She makes all these cocktails for him. This is a Mai Tai. She makes three different cocktails for Jeffrey, dude. And Jeffrey's she, a fucking man, dude. dude. She goes around town. She goes into Cinderella and buys meats. Yeah, and she goes $400 a cut. Dude, it's so funny and soothing. She's like, oh, these are we're going to put some chives in here. These are just fabulous. And there's like 20 seasons of this show, dude. I've been watching it to go to bed. It's super soothing. <laughs> <laughs> barefoot contessa oh man but every mom on earth i've unlocked this new portal of like every mom i've ever met i'm like seeing things that she inspired in them even yeah. style yeah i'm like what the hell cool uh and just like she, like i've heard people make references to it my whole life and never yeah, fully i know that name yeah so i'm thinking that there has to be some similar thing for interior design yeah there must be about. there must be um because dude this is the thing though i don't I don't really either, <laughs> but dude, but dude, there are things that I don't like. That and this is why we're so difficult because I don't care, but I don't want it to look like shit. I don't want it to look like shit. And if you showed up and put, and I walked in and I said, "Hey, have at it, surprise me. Here's your blank canvas. Let's walk in together. You blindfold me, whatever. Put some sticky notes over my sunglasses, uh, <laughs> and we'll take them off and we'll do a big reveal, right?" And all of a sudden, there's a chair in the shape of a hand. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here with this Alice in Wonderland bullshit. I'm not high on hallucinogens. That's not going to be fun in quiet times. Do you know what I mean? A purple fucking hand. hand. What do you mean you don't like it? It looks, <laughs> yeah. like, it looks like it's emerging from the floor. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a signature piece from Fushi Kunino. Is who is architectural digest man of the year like well, okay uh what uh, dude, i don't I'm know sweating i'm sweating it's <laughs> fucking funny i don't know man i i, I, I know i'm I know. troubled by it all i find it very overwhelming but i do know that there are yes there are things that i don't like and um it it makes it a challenge because i i effectively have veto power but uh, I'm not doing any of the work, which feels very privileged. It's possible that you know more. I think you do know more than I'm about getting, furniture. Dude, By a lot, Get this. Get this. You know about couches and chairs. You have your chair you like. You have your couch that you were excited about. But, but dude, the term mid-century was introduced to me yesterday. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't know what. I didn't know what I've the heard fuck it. that meant. Is it is in L.A.? Isn't it a lot of L.A. stuff? I, I, I guess. Yeah. No idea. Mid-century, Art Deco. I thought, you know, uh, all these things, modern, transitional. Uh, yeah. There, you know, there's all kinds of styles. And by the way, when you click on them and you sort of winnow some of these search results down based on style, you find that... You know, you look at like 50 pieces of furniture within that style, and I don't think they have anything in common. They and they're supposed to be part of the same style? I, I was like, what is Art Deco furniture? Let me do Art Deco fucking dining tables. And I, I, I looked at them, and I was like, none of these look remotely similar to me. Oh, wow. So I could not find the common thread between them. And then if you go to the Wikipedia page for Art Deco, it's kind of broad language. You know, I, I don't know that I could pinpoint what is that versus like versus 
traditional. Maybe, mm. maybe I could. But here's another thing, right? Um, and this, this this goes back to like hat tip to women or or anyone really who has found a way to find time to to learn interior design shit. We were looking over the blueprint of our place, right? Just the space and trying to map out what What's size couch where? and shit. And Sounds I'm like, fun. I'm like, all right, how do we know? Explain to me where the what the dimensions are of our living room in this place. So she goes, okay, and she zooms in on this digital printout, and um, you know, they have these different measurings on lines. One says like you know, thirteen feet six inches, and then another thing says like eight feet five inches. And I'm like, well, okay, so how how do we know what it is from that wall to that wall? And she said, well, they have these tick marks. And it and the and the line that the number is written on goes from that tick mark to that on tick the mark. Blueprint? So you have to add that. And I'm like, where the fuck did you learn that? What this the is some, fuck? This it's it's dude, it's not simple. How did she learn that? I just don't know. Did she answer the question? I, I, I almost think that it was like a, in the same way that our new puppy can point. <laughs> Because it has bird hunting instincts, even though we've never coached it. I almost think that my wife was born with this. Wait, it points like in Duck Hunt? Yeah, it, it points at Kojai sometimes. Oh, like to fight him? Like, but to play. Oh, God. She's going to go play, but she stops and points at him and then waits a few seconds and then charges at him and jumps at him to play with him. <laughs> and I cute. love that. That's cute. Yeah. Very cute. But, dude, I'm telling you, there's this innate interior design knowledge that she seems to possess which clearly she's learned and i think her mother being so adept at it is is also where she you know she said i watched my mom design places for all these years and i said mm. well okay i I, just, I didn't even realize yeah. that um but man i feel very lucky that we are in a family because it means we're not going to probably have to pay an interior designer which adds oh, a, lot. a lot of cost dude what the hell ever happened to you could take your grandma's couch Remember those That's days? That's how I lived for years, <laughs> years. man. <laughs> Same. Years. Same. And it was only when I got into a serious relationship that I was like, oh, none of my furniture is good? Dude, same, except my girlfriend just bought all the furniture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's awesome. But dude, I, I was just rocking the same shit, just lugging it from one apartment to the yeah. next. All hand-me-downs. This will work. All over. stuff. your apartment stuff. looks great. It was okay, but I remember distinctly when months into the relationship, Sierra was like, let me tell you something. Your couch sucks. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I don't think she said it that bluntly, yeah. but she was like, you have no idea how much more comfortable you can be. Wow. And we went to room and board and we bought a couch with a an ottoman. Wow. So there was a place where you could sit and actually have Put your, your feet, feet up. up. And as soon as we moved that in, dude, was I was over. like. I have been living under a fucking rock. Wow. I had no idea how much better my life could be. Sick, dude. Shout out to, uh, you know, everybody open up these these new doors for people. Yeah. You know, this is great. Yeah. Oh, last thing. Audiovisual. What? Sound systems. TVs. What? Shit like that. Why don't you Wiring just, why not, your home. Why can't you just get the TV? Are you going to put like Sonos in and stuff? Yeah. Is that expensive? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. But yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we have to, you know, wire the place for sound and, and speakers and stuff and um, debating. I know all this kind of is, is this is pretty high end shit, but we're, we were sort of debating whether or not we wanted to do electronic blinds, um, press a button and shades come down. Is that insane too? Bro. Yeah. We might as well buy a fucking plane. You might as well buy another apartment. Another apartment. The quote we got for this shit to do it all installed because, you know, that it requires a system and you want it all centralized and they do everything for you was like a number that I just, I, I laughed out loud. So, another plea. If anyone <laughs> out there is an audiovisual expert who has a mastery of this craft and whatnot, I will do what I can if you're willing to uh, offer a discount. If this all sounds very entitled, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, dude, you're trying to make it happen. We though. don't do this very often. You're trying to make it happen. We don't try to self-serve, but we, you know. I, dude, I do it all the time. What fair. Do you 
<laughs> I have no shame. If you are somebody that knows how to install this shit and likes the pod and wants to throw me some kind of a discount, I love you. We'll uh, try to promote your. I'll promote your business on my social media if that means anything to you at all. I appreciate it. Sweet. I tried hitting up some of these, uh, DMing some of these furniture companies. Nothing. Being like, hey, I'm a comedian in New York. I've got X number of followers. Are, you guys ever do any p- collaborations? They were like, email our collaborations team at collaborations at blah, blah, blah. And then I emailed those collaborations team and they were all like, sorry, we're not in doing any more collaborations this year. It's like, mm. dude, it's day four of 2023. Wow. You could just tell me I suck. <laughs> yeah, you're like, do they're like, do you know J Lo? <laughs> yeah. You're like, no. Yeah. So, um, ah, well. What well, dude, a world. listen, at least you got a big tour coming up. Big tour. Yeah, hopefully you get some electric blinds. We're looking good. Philly second show is about to sell out. Truly. So get tickets for that. Atlanta's about to sell out. Nashville, we added a show because the first show sold out. Come to those. Uh, and then Minneapolis, uh, Austin, Dallas, and Chicago looking pretty good too. FrancisEllis.com, the hero we need tour. G? Uh, I got St. Petersburg, Florida, January 20th. Should be some tickets for that still. Come check it out. Um, then I'm DC Improv, March 3rd through 5th, Washington, DC. Uh, I got a bunch of stuff in April too, all on my website, notjulio.com. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. <laughs> Okay, um, we have for Stevo. He once inhaled six hundred nitrous oxide cartridges in twenty four hours. Jesus. So those are like the whipped cream charges. Yeah, we do not like, condone that behavior. That sounds really bad. Miracle, Picture he's alive. Yep. By the way, the new Jackass was amazing. It was I don't solid. Know if you saw it. Yeah. Super funny. Yeah. Um, what else? Justin Bieber was diagnosed with Lyme disease in twenty twenty. Good. Wow. Good. Um, there was a website with actual pity party ideas. So here's a couple. <laughs> Everyone's drinking glasses of water. Uh, there could be a journal or a large wall with Sharpies where people can write their feelings. Lots of pillows, <laughs> tissues, no lights, no music, indulgent <laughs> foods, and then uh, a crying room or a screaming room. But I'd suggest, I would personally suggest using the car. Like have people go down to the garage and scream in the car. That's a great place to scream, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's a great place to get a screamer a cry out. There are 901 light fixture manufacturers in the U.S. as of 2023. There were 924 for shoes. And then there's 28 Whoa. seasons of barefoot contest. 28? Can you say, hold on a second. You said 924 shoe manufacturers in the United States and 921 light fixture? 901. So it's really close. Yeah, but no, but you got to think about this. Shoes don't make it through generations and light fixtures do. That, and I wonder if that light fixture manufacturing thing counts for all these people that are like putting them together in their garage and putting them up on etsy and stuff but i guess there are people making shoes on etsy too either way um appreciate you g that's oops podcast we love you guys we'll see you soon